Hey, we're back live. Well, I can't say we're live because we're pre-recorded this one. Um, I went to a pre-recorded format. It was getting a bit tough to try to schedule live shows at night. So now I'm just trying to, you know, get the shows in when I can and try to get as much good quality content out to you all as possible. And by quality content, I mean just listening to some great stories from some great people from active duty military to veterans to law enforcement, to first responders, to emergency responders, and those that support them. That's why sometimes you'll see people that don't have any of those backgrounds, but they do have a big mantra that are a big thing driving them to help out the protectors community. Uh, tonight, I do have an awesome veteran who is doing a lot for the community. It's Jeff Truex. I love that last name. Truex. So uh, he has a great organization. He's going to tell you about it. He's going to tell you about his background. I could tell you right off the bat that he's a very humble man. And uh, let's just try to break that mold. Break through it, I should say. There he is, Jeff. Most of my bros would say anything but humble, but we'll, we'll roll with that for now. We'll go with humble for now. You said you were a common EOD tech before that. I'm like, there is no common EOD tech. <laughs> <laughs> what's the funniest eod um saying you guys have uh can i swear on this on this menu yeah of course it's the uh, <laughs> pick rep no um funny probably it's not really funny it's just reality but people laugh at it. initial success or total failure yeah exactly yeah now there's another one too i gotta you know if you see me running <laughs> oh if you see me running uh Shoot your buddy in the knee. Well, no, uh, tr try to keep up. Yeah, exactly. And shoot your buddy in the knee. Yeah. That's why you only need a 22. People are like, well, what size <laughs> caliber do you carry? You know, uh, just a 22. Yeah, that's <laughs> all you need. Someone. So let's talk, brother. Let's go back into your career. I want to get a quick, okay. I always tell people, give me a 30,000 foot overview of who you are, uh, kind of where you grew up. And just a basic background, you can talk about your deployments, you can talk about anything, just just so we kind of know who is Jeff. Okay. Um, so I grew up in Oakland, California. I uh, joined the Army out of high school, um, went to basic training at Fort Leonard Wood as a combat engineer. Um, after that, I was stationed in Alaska for three years, got out, did the guard thing, did the college thing for a while. Um, as a National Guardsman, I ended up on a recruiting team and I got high on my own supply and ended up back in the Army. Uh, <laughs> I watched a couple guys uh, while, while we were training at Fort Polk. I watched a couple guys wander into a um, into a bunker that had been cleared out because somebody tossed in a grenade without a without pulling the jungle clip. And uh, two guys went into the bunker while the rest of us were pulled out and training stopped. Um, those are EOD guys. And I figured that was kind of cool that they got to go, you know, even clean up our mess in training. So uh, that, that looked like a real world job um, with a real world, you know, effect. So I, I pursued that, that uh, rabbit hole, uh, became an EOD tech in 1998. Um, was stationed at Polk uh, for my first gig there, which is a great place. If you become an EOD tech and you get stationed at Polk, you're going to learn a lot. Even, even today with, with the, the, um, the whole pace of things. Uh, there's still a, a real world live ordinance job at Fort Polk. So it was great. I learned a lot about my job. Ended up at Moffett Field, California. Um, 
and some asshole flew a plane into a building and uh, the world changed and we deployed. I went to, um, I ended up going to Bosnia uh, right after that. We had already been planning to go to, uh, go into Bosnia. So continued that route. And then in 2003, we all went to uh, Iraq, did uh, about nine months in Iraq, learned a lot, um, did, did, did great things uh, there. Uh, actually, um, everybody that went with us came home. So that was, that was a switch. Uh, then I went to Kosovo for a year. Uh, same thing. That was fun. Uh, good stuff. Any deployment as an EOD tech when somebody's not shooting at you is fun. Um, came home from uh, Kosovo and ended up as the uh, NCYC at the training range for Army EOD training. Uh, two years there in Alabama. And then I ended up at Bragg again, or ended up at Bragg to deploy one more time to Afghanistan. I finished out my career at Fort AP Hill at the schoolhouse um, and ended up back here at Bragg as a contractor, among other things. And uh, it was here at Bragg where we started the, uh, well, I got involved with after the long walk um, because a buddy of mine uh, thought it was something had to be done about veteran suicide. Uh, fast forward about five years and that's where we are today. We're, we're moving along uh, pretty good with after the long walk these days. I lost your audio. Yeah, I'm talking to myself over here. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I learned to shut the mic off when I'm not talking. So yeah, I was going to say there's a lot that people don't realize about EOD. Um, and we'll get into after the long walk in a minute. But one thing is like the EOD actually works a lot with the feds, especially with the Secret Service. Have you ever been deployed with that mission as well? Um, so the Secret Service mission is like constant and ongoing. Yeah. Um, so anybody who's been an EOD tech in the in the military has has worked with the Secret Service. Um, they uh, they call on a on an as needed basis. Uh, I don't know the I don't know the the process these days um, but um we're always working with the secret service um, so every everywhere that uh, a protectee goes there's eod techs that have been there beforehand yeah it seems like in dc here we're always running into whenever i see the president or the vice president rolling by uh coming to any of the big buildings i always run into army guys and eod it's funny yeah there's a couple of us running around there yeah, it's cool. How was that missions for you, especially later on? You know, I don't I can't imagine in 2003, it was a lot of the IED type uh, ordinance. It was the beginning um, of the IED. Yeah, uh, the IED fight. It wasn't as prevalent. We really didn't know how to define it. Um, but we we started, you know, but prior to uh, enduring freedom and, and Iraqi freedom, we, we had always studied IEDs and we had always worked on IEDs yeah. and we kind of had a, a background um, with that as, as, a, as a base. But our, our Army guys specifically, our focus was ground-based ordnance, uh, yeah. training aid, you know, training environments and things like that, cleaning up live fire ranges. So we always had the background, um, but it was more of not an afterthought, but not the primary focus. And then in 2003, um, when they figured out that it was a, uh, a an awesome weapon to use, yeah, uh, the uh, the learning curve changed, and we had to we had to try to get uh, ahead of the game on that one. 
And that, hence the uh, the massive casualties EOD has faced over the past, geez, almost 20 years now. Oh, yeah. Huge. It's, it's, I can't even imagine. Um, it seems like, you know, you and I have some of the same friends and it seems like there's a memorial band um, every other week sometimes. And now <laughs> it just, it drives me crazy. And hence the stress and what happens after that long walk. So let's get into that. Um, one okay. thing, we have a ton of organizations out there. Everybody's trying to do what they can. And I know you guys are setting yourself apart a bit, and I like that. And you do have people with real-world knowledge on your staff. So let's get into the organization. All right. And I just changed my screen to get rid of my notes. That's smart. Uh, so after the long walk, uh, Plain and Simple is a uh, suicide prevention hotline for EOD techs and their families. And what we are is just a group of active, active duty and EOD veterans and family members who come together for one purpose. And that purpose is to help each other recognize that we're not alone. Uh, our goals are to educate each other about services available to combat post-traumatic stress. Uh, we encourage each other to seek help. And ultimately, our goal is to prevent suicide. Uh, so we reach our goals with a peer-to-peer -peer mentorship, uh, challenging activities, and always being available for each other 24-7. In uh, November of 2015, uh, a U.S. Army EOD technician took his life, and um, shortly after that event, uh, an EOD first sergeant, Landon Jackson, now retired, um, decided that something needed to be done to disrupt the pattern of EOD suicide. So uh, myself and a few other guys signed on with Landon to see what we could get done, and we just simply started a telephone hotline. Uh, we started a Facebook page and a GoFundMe account. And uh, initially, the GoFundMe account raised $4,500 from November 15th to May 2016. Uh, right after we got started, uh, the word help was posted on our Facebook page. So a good friend of mine and I were able to follow up and go visit the caller. Um, and that, that's simply what we do is we just go visit uh, or we get somebody face to face with whoever's having trouble. That's our, our, our ultimate goal. Uh, but we went and had lunch with a guy in the hospital. Um, and since that visit, he uh, retired medically. Uh, he completed a bachelor's degree here stateside. Uh, he hiked on the Appalachian Trail, and now he's in England uh, finishing up his postgraduate work um, and looking forward to coming back stateside and kind of got, got his sights set on moving up to Alaska and, and being being up there with the uh, on the last frontier and enjoying that for what it's worth. <laughs> you know... Sometimes people need a new mission, but in order to get to that new mission, they have to get through that dark spot. And one thing, you know, you were talking about, you went and visited them. And, you know, sometimes this, uh, uh, this darkness comes over to us for a few hours, could be 24 to 48 hours, or just like a, a long lasting despair that you just can't quite get over. And sometimes when you meet and you talk to people who have that similar kind of construct, similar experiences, and they can get you to get onto your next mission. I think that's critical. And I can see your organization doing that. I've been following you for quite a while now on Facebook. And it, I really appreciate what you all are doing. Well, I appreciate it. Um, uh, no, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, um, we're pretty sure we've, we've made a good difference um, with what we do. Um, it hasn't stopped completely. Uh, every year, there's uh, at least one uh 
EOD suicide. Um, but the the number that we stopped is is, is uncalculate. You can't calculate it because the simple there, there's phone calls and we track that data a little bit. Um, so we know how many people call and how long the calls are. Um, but the the little references on 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 Facebook where somebody just you know things a quick yeah. note and somebody responds quietly in the background or somebody uh, it was brought up to me that um, other people seeing that we are helping other people has helped them um, so just the interaction between people virtually um, whether it be you know on Facebook or uh, we've started Zoom calls uh, we had a, our first one we had our first one last week. And then there's a, a, another organization, mostly Air Force guys, who who started their little um, a little Zoom community, uh, which I'm going to join in on this week. Um, so just the ability to get together and, and bounce things off of each other with with people with a common knowledge of what we've been through really really helps out a lot. Yeah, Zoom is a. I, I laugh because Zoom is like it's it's where it's at. All these different streaming programs, and you know, I'm watching the news now, and they're all using like Zoom to do their interviews and everything. <laughs> Zoom or another yeah. streaming platform. Yeah. And they're just like, ah. Every funny, year, man. every year, um, when we have the EOD Memorial, which is uh, the first Saturday of May, it's actually a national holiday or a nationally recognized day. Um, we, uh, I, I ride with the EOD Motorcycle Club as well. So it's yeah. our mission to be down in Florida for the EOD Memorial and escort the families into the memorial the day that we read all the names. And this year, um, we had our, our our club rally on Zoom the day of the memorial. So uh, it was a little quieter and we were a little more sober for some reason. Yeah. Uh, That's like yeah. this week is the, the National Police Week. It's either this week or next week. It, week, it usually yeah. kicks off. And it's like, I was really looking forward to this year because, you know, Last year was a rough one for me, but this year I, I planned on getting out there and doing a lot more uh, like in-person interviews with people, talking to survivors, but it's everything's online now, man. <laughs> yeah, everything's online. It, it'll, I, I have, a, I, I'm comfortable to say, comfortable enough to say that I think it, it'll, things will change, but I think we'll be back to, you know, either we'll be back to elbow bumps in person and then fist bumps and eventually handshakes, you know, Yeah. and then another bottle of hand sanitizer. And, you know, I'm going to have like, you know what, uh, we're going to, you know, one thing you guys should probably sell is like those hands. I saw Kydex holsters for hand sanitizers. There you go. I got the yeah, 3D so printer right over here. I might work on a little <laughs> belt loop thing for it. That's perfect, man. It used to be like you hang on your backpack. Now it's going to be like a little squeeze. A little. Make sure yeah, I'm not carrying a gun that day when I have to. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to use it for your non-dominant hands. Up, you know, so it's like a, uh, a what do you call it, taser? So you're not just gonna yeah, accidentally yeah. shoot someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep the finger off the trigger. Yeah, you guys, and that's one thing I do want to bring up. You guys do a lot of uh, a lot of outside work, a lot of outreach, which is perfect for these type of, types of organization. Is because you don't want to forget the spouses, you don't want to forget the family members, and you don't want to forget the friends of the fallen because a lot of times they're going through the same type of stress. You don't know where they're at. And even if they don't get to that, that step to where they want to hurt themselves still mental anguish is it's a hell of a beast and you guys are doing a great thing. How can we actually support you? Do you still have GoFundMes? Do you still have nonprofit type stuff or where can we find everything about you guys? Well, right now at this moment, um, we are working on becoming an LLC. Uh, mm -hmm. We kind of stood off in the fringe. This is 
everybody's second job. Uh, no, yeah, nobody yeah. really has a, everybody else has a day job. So we do this, you know, on, on whatever time we had and with whatever contacts we have. So we have a former EOD tech who's going to North Carolina. Uh, I think it's, I don't want to get it wrong. There's too many colleges up there to get it wrong, but he's going to a law school in North Carolina. That way it's safe. Um, and uh, he knew a guy who's a former Intel guy that does uh, uh, pro bono work for oh, awesome. military nonprofits. And he's, he's a graduating law school this year. So he has written up our, uh, our articles of, conf- uh, of uh, what do you call it? I know what you mean. Yeah. He's written up the paperwork, um, getting our <sighs> bylaws. Me now. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to have to look it up. Um, Articles of Corporation. That's, That's what it is. Boom. Uh, no, it's in the name. You should figure it out. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's writing the bylaws for us, and then uh, we're going to do the paperwork for the uh, the nonprofit. So we're we're gonna we're we're weeks away from becoming an actual registered nonprofit. Oh, awesome. We're weeks away from registering as a nonprofit. That that process takes time within the IRS and all that. But so soon we'll have, um, you know, we'll be a legit nonprofit able to accept. Um, donations from more than just, Hey, here's a couple of nickels. Uh, yeah. But, uh, we do have a, uh, on our Facebook page, I think we have a donate button, um, okay. that should be linked to our, uh, PayPal. If it's not, um, my, uh, I'm sure my secretary slash treasurer will be adding a, uh, donate button. To well, Facebook make sure you guys send it to me and we'll, we'll add it to the episode as well. Okay. Can do. But can the do. EOD motorcycle, uh, foundation that you guys have club, um, does some great raffles man oh we do we do the bikes um the bike we raffled this year was uh actually the eod warrior foundation they um they got with uh occ well somebody else got with occ Mm -hmm. and we had talked about it for years you know um kind of a side note everybody makes fun of the hurt locker um every every eod tech (laughs) that's fun of the hurt locker because it's it's kind of ridiculous it's very hollywood and all that jazz and some of us understand that um but days and days and days on end, uh, you wouldn't want to see a live EOD movie because um, it's days and days on end of three guys mm-hmm. sitting in a uh, in a uh, an MRAP uh, telling lies, <laughs> speaking in movie quotes, doing stupid mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, maybe the Hurt Locker was the movie we not necessarily wanted, but it might have been the one we needed. Uh, but um, anyway, um, we talked about the, uh, an OCC bike for years and years and years. Nobody. Nobody followed it up or they followed it up and it got ignored. Finally, somebody um, with some connection got, got in touch with OCC and, uh, and made that connection with the EOD Warrior Foundation. And, oh, that bike was beautiful. Um, they, uh, they raffled it off for a whole year. Oh, man, that's nice. That's pretty cool. Uh, I got to share some pictures of that thing, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have one. Oh, brother, you have gone almost 20 minutes on your first podcast. Everybody, oh, this wow. is Jeff's first podcast. Wow. Time flies when we're having fun. It does. But it does. we could find you on Facebook. At Where can we find you? Um, find us on Facebook at After the Long Walk. Okay. Um, really quick, if I can add in, you know, kind of. Yeah, add in all you want, brother. I'm here what for we you. are and what we aren't. So uh, uh, yes, we're, we're primarily for EOD techs. Um, we've expanded to, uh, to public safety bomb squad guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the same job, just a different venue. Um, but the basics is, uh, what we are is a, a base of peer to peer mentors, friends and individuals. Um, 
We're all volunteers and we're committed to ending the act of EOD suicide. Um, what we are not is a, a medical resource. We're not an official reporting agency. We're not a religious organization and we are not certified counselors. Um, what we do is we use the Columbia Suicide Severity Rating Scale as a method to engage our caller. Um, and you can find out more information on that at uh, um, the uh, www. Uh, I'll send you the link, but w, the, the Lighthouse Project. Yeah. Um, we, we, uh, we use that as a base to engage the caller. And that's pretty much the standard across the military these days. Um, and then uh, aside from that, we generally just chat with a guy. Uh, most of the time, our, our calls are, uh, they can be hours long, but uh, generally a 20-minute phone call is, it, we, we, we know something's happened. Uh, we've interrupted that chain, like you said, you, you kind of get in the way of the thought process and uh, you can do you can do a lot of work with that. We need grassroots efforts like this. Absolutely. We can't rely on main these these multi. I mean, yeah, they're great organizations, but sometimes they get a little too big and they yeah. forget what the, the root cause is and the root is. And if you are focused, which is great about your organization, you are focused on a specific set of people. And that is not um, a bad thing because sharing experiences with someone and having the same emotions that they went through, um, albeit maybe different regions, different whatever, it, it helps. And grassroots, word, it's like a ripple effect, man. You help someone, they help right. someone, they know someone, that person knows someone. But suicide is affecting everybody, and especially now that we're all uh, quarantined and, and things are a little messed up, um, and now killer hornets are coming or killer wasps. Oh, geez, look out. And then, uh, um, you know, killer rabbits, zombies. <laughs> I mean, Did where's you, the zombies, bro? This is – I wanted seriously. zombies for this apocalypse, and, and they, they mm -hmm. left. Did you see the video of the uh, the praying mantis? versus the, yes. uh, the killer hornet that's what we need we need that's, massive that's the hope mantis. we need right there we need to breed praying that mantis. is the hope we need yeah that might be my next tattoo when it sings all over <laughs> praying mantis. get a praying mantis with, with word hope across his knuckle absolutely i <laughs> i have to find some room for it somewhere <laughs> well brother i appreciate it hang on the line all right man i'm gonna uh i'm gonna share my screen on the way out with just our business card so uh it can oh yeah let's see that Sharing screen, easy to two months. Oh, I should have done this earlier. Don't show these tips again. Share the screen. There we, oh, there's you. And let's see. There we go. Is that Sharon? Uh, let me see here. I haven't seen anything yet. It was. There we I'm go. gonna. I can share all the links and everything with everybody. It's no problem at all. Cool. That might be Sharon right now. I just saw something pop up. Maybe. Oh, well. Let's try this. No, that's not it. <laughs> nope. Well, okay, I'll, I'll, I will share whatever you have. I'll, I'll put it together in an infograph. Okay, yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you a link, or I'll send you a copy of it. Cool, man. All right, man. Okay, hold on a second.